Beyond Synth, Season 7, Sequence Commencing in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well, hey there. Welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode one. Nope. What? <laughs> wow. Episode 203. I got to get used to saying 200 at the start of these. We're continuing our Beyond Synth summer celebration series where I chat with old guests and we reminisce about the early days of the synthwave scene and where it's gone and where it's going and how it's changed and all that stuff. Uh, today, I'll be making a call to Protector 101, Mr. Jake Freeman, who was uh, the guest on episode 3 of Beyond Synth, and we'll also be talking to the Beyond Synth family, because we haven't heard from them in a while. That, of course, is Mike Mendoza, a.k.a. Modern Knight, formerly Hoo-Ha, Florence Bullock, a.k.a. Glitbiter, and Marco, who used to host Synthetic Sundays, who is here on the bi-weekly High Five, or at least his portion of it, and also uh, just being a cool guy. And you can actually see Glitbiter because she'll be performing on the 16th at a place called Catch One in Los Angeles, California. And that's a thing that the Synth Cartel is putting on, and it's a release party for Missing Words album, and Glitbiter will be performing there. Also, Let Em Riot and Elevate the Sky. So that's going to be a good lineup, and that should be a cool show if you're in L.A., <laughs> Don't know why I said it like that. So look, I want to get through a lot of listener calls today. I'm also very annoyed. Oh, this fucking table. The internet here. I just did a test. So if anyone wonders why this episode is a day late, it's because I had this wonderful surprise of dropping a video on Monday and then putting out the episode on Tuesday. The internet here is so slow, it took me all day. It took a whole day to upload that video. And YouTube fucking compressed it improperly. And I thought, oh, it's because the internet's so bad, it takes a while to buffer the video. But I was wrong. The first six minutes of the video are just fucked. Anyway, you don't need to hear me, bitch. You just want to hear some cool music. So let's listen to some. Here's a cool track from Runaway Droid from the album Fragments. And this is Activation Sequence.
And that was Activation Sequence by Runaway Droid from the album Fragments. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. So guess what? Matthew Lister has upgraded his support. And as I mentioned on the high five, we got a new donor here, Lucas. I said your name a bunch of funny ways. You sent me a message saying the last one was correct, but I don't remember what I did. <laughs> was that Pirco like that? Uh, I know I said it in a bunch of funny ways, but thank you uh, for donating to the show. Longtime listener, Lucas. And Hugh Hefner has upgraded her support. <laughs> And Ashley Keegan has upgraded her support. To the 2049 Blade Runner. And uh, thank you all for uh, supporting the show. Uh, It means a lot to me. You'll see your name in the credits of the video that I post when I post it. We're celebrating. It's summer celebration, man. We're still doing it. It's still on. Um, I've got a lot of listener calls here, and I want to listen to them. So let's listen to some. Let's go to the Beyond Synth answering machine. Andy, I am your father. Just kidding, it's me, Lou Rinaldi, your favorite guy. I wanted to let you know that I'm super proud of you, man. 200 shows, that's huge. That's really an amazing accomplishment. My question to you, and I think I say this on behalf of the entire listener base, is when the hell are you going to release your album? We want the material, man. Put it up on Bandcamp. I know you're a meticulous perfectionist, but trust me, man. Just dump whatever you have on Bandcamp. You don't even have to do any artwork for it or anything. People want this, your fans, the listeners, your supporters, the Pattersons, even our Lord and Savior want this material. Make it happen, bud. Congrats on show number 200. You're the man, Andy. Well, thanks, Lou. You're a cool guy. Um, What he's referring to is I've released a number of jokes, or I guess I've not released a number of joke songs. I have a ton of stuff. It's just... I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The music that I've made over the years is weird. Uh, You can also hear birds in the background because uh, I'm in the forest, I guess. Look, it's just weird music. So when you hear it, you might be like, oh, this is just odd. And I I don't mean odd like in an Aphex Twin kind of way. It's just, uh, I don't know. Look, but I will do it at some point. I think I have at least an EP of decent joke songs, right? Because there's the song I did with Joe Wood. Um, it's Titty Time Tonight, and then there's Neon Nightman, which is okay, and there's the song I did for Vincenzo Salvia, Vincenzo Salvia, Milf Hunter from Potenza, and there's a few others. So maybe I can release, like, a little five-track thing or something, and it can be another way of people support the show and get a little stupid EP. So I'll take your suggestion to heart, Lou Rinaldi, and I'll uh, see what I can do. But what I can do, for sure, is listen to some more music, and that's what we're going to do right now. So here is The Affirmation, and this track is called The Lost Boys, and it is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's... Actually, no, let's do it uh, backwards today. How about that? Let's shake things up. Okay, so we're never going to forget the immortal Chrysalia Lane, all right? Wow, it's weird to start with that one. Hmm, maybe going backwards is a bad idea. <laughs> 
Uh, but seriously, we will not uh, forget the immortal Chris Lane. And uh, and also, I want to thank uh, Prophet of Jupiter and Mads Baron Christensen. Uh, you guys are awesome, and thank you for supporting Beyond Synth. And now let's listen to this track. This is The Affirmation with the Lost Boys.
And that was The Lost Boys by The Affirmation. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $15 Club. There's Hampus ML and Ken Giroux. And he's basically in the $15 Club. It's Chatterack. And hey, you know who else is a cool guy? Jimpy. Jimpy17, I call him. All right, so let's go back to the answering machine here. And the last, if you want to see your family again, leave unmarked bills in a brick. show fresh and exciting and like a well-run machine. I've also noticed that you're fine-tuning your craft and show. Still there. Hey, listening. This is the artificial saying. Bye. Well, that was weird. <laughs> Thanks, artificial. Weirdo. <laughs> Uh, yes, thank you. I will, uh, fuck the haters. That is a very important message, and thank you for your kind words, and, uh, I hope you get the help you need. <laughs> no, that's fun, though. See, look, I've got all of these creative listeners, right? They do all these fun things. So, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for sending that to me. That was fun. So let's, uh, listen to another message here. I doubt we're gonna get another one as weird as that one. Hello Andy, Omega Gone here from the UK. What are some of your favourite soundtracks from Amiga games? For me I would go with probably Turrican 2, which is an awesome shoot 'em up, love that one. The Secret of Monkey Island, both 1 and 2, they, had, they sort of had different alliterations, different versions of intro theme music on each of those. And probably for the last one, KGB, sort of a bit of a cult classic KGB, not a lot of people have played it, but it was a really nasty, gritty dirty, um, sleazy adventure game where you play this guy who's got to investigate all this corruption. Really cool soundtrack and um, yeah, it really like warped my mind the um, content of that game. And apart from that, after seeing E3 and long before that, I've been looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077. And I think it's going to be really amazing. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077, Andy? On the way out, I just want to say thanks a lot for playing Ether Realm at the beginning of episode 196. Really appreciate that. You're a cool guy. Working on my second album. It's going to probably take me a while, but once that's done, hopefully I'll have saved up enough gear to be able to do live gigs, and then I'll come and see you on my way around. People, if you're interested, check out Ether Realm streaming worldwide. Especially check it out on Spotify. And I'll catch you later. Omega Gone out. Omega Gone well, thanks, Omega Gun. Nice little cheeky uh, plug for your record there. 
<laughs> I was <laughs> giggling to myself about deleting that part. Just <laughs> but that's fine. Go check out Omega Gun. He made a cool album, uh, and I played a track from it uh, on episode 196, as he said. And I think I saw some Instagram video where you were making fun of me about my pronunciation of stuff, because you were at uh, Retro Future Fest, right? So that looked like a good time. I hope you had fun. I don't know why I'm saying that with like such contempt, but uh, <laughs> I think it's because you threw that ad in at the end of your message. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, thanks for the uh, the kind words. And um, what do I think about cyberpunk? Well, I'll tell you after we listen to a song. How about that? Wave Shaper put out an album recently. Uh, it's called Tracks to the Future, and this was a wicked song on it. This is Galactical, and it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters with the 1985 Rachel Buchelman. And as we just mentioned earlier, with the 2049 Ashley Keegan. Hi, Ashley Keegan. I hope you're having a great day. And if you're not, to have one now. I read a scientific paper that says if you run around with an insane grin on your face that you will be happier as a result and everyone around you will be terrified. So do that. And uh, and while you're doing that, let's listen to this track. This is Galactical by Wave Shaper. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was Wave Shaper with the track Galactical from the album Tracks to the Future. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $25 club, there's Blake Peterson, Gregorio Franco, and Martin Larby. Larby. Larby! Martin Larby! Oh. My phone just... (laughs) It's got a little fucking thing from my phone. It's probably like, you just got a message from shut the hell up. All right, I'll turn my phone off. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Uh, What was I saying? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Martin Larby! Larby! Let's uh, listen to one more message, and then we'll go chat with uh, Protector 101. How about that? Hey, Andy. This is Robert Farkas from Hungary, from Budapest. And I just wanted to say that uh, your your show is awesome, and I always uh, listen to it. And, uh, yeah, keep on doing it. Thanks, man. Bye. Well, thanks, Robert. That was a nice message from Budapest. I love how there's like eight people who listen to this show, but somehow it's all like international, eh? There's all these people in all these different countries. It's pretty cool. Uh, And thanks for the kind words. After listening to these big like 10 minute long uh, (laughs) opuses on the answering machine, it's nice to listen to a nice one that's concise and you know how to make a concise message in Budapest. So thank you. So look, how about this? Let's give Protector 101 a call. Hello. Well, hey, is this Protector 101? Yeah. Oh, hi. Is this Andy Lass? Yes, it is. Dude, I haven't heard you from you in a long time. Yeah, man, it's been a while. So, how are things? <laughs> uh, I'm reaching out and talking to all the people who were there mm. in the very beginning, the early stages. And, of course, you, my friend, were episode three. Yes, the early stages of Synthwave. Well, yeah, sort of. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about today on the show. I just meant it as like a medical like thing. Oh, right. Like it's a disease. The early stage. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You, you've got a you've got a case of the Valerie Collective. It's going to expand into the uh, into right. the Laser Hawk, and then uh, right. let's drive this metaphor into the ground. Right. So obviously, um, you know, those first few episodes were sort of uh, important because okay, so the way it worked was was like I made that show with Robin with uh, with Ogre. Mm. I used that to sort of send to people to say like, here's what the show is going to be, you know. And then that's when I met Mike, and then Mike introduced me to synthetics, and then you. Were the first guest that was like that I reached out to and was once I entered into the synthetics uh, FM world mm-hmm. and you've been a nice guy ever <laughs> since you were you did an episode of real beyond synth yeah that was really cool I had a good time I remember what I did with you was like it was going to be the test for other artists because like you know I'm like okay well I think I can arrange a bit of money here and I can help pay for his flight and I can fly him out and then I maybe, and then of course that I haven't done yeah. it since and it's been a year so like <laughs> And well, there's actually still footage we recorded that I still haven't aired, but I'm going to now. Are you really? I started doing these things called Beyond Synth Briefs, which are just <laughs> outtakes. Oh, I'm thinking like, okay, yeah. like yeah. briefs that you wear. I have an episode I filmed with Mike last year where one of the elements was we were going to keep cutting back and forth to you and I playing the RoboCop games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I never used it in the show. No, you didn't. And now I'm just thinking, I'll just release that as its own little video. Just fucking Andy and Jake play RoboCop. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do that with all the old footage. You know, when Droid Bishop was 
was here like four years ago, we filmed us playing video games. I still haven't used that because I'm like, oh, maybe one of these days I'll find a use for it. And it's literally four years later. Like, I'm looking at the footage and like, I kind of don't want to release it because like my hair is black yeah. and the hairline is like centimeter yeah. down. <laughs> and so maybe you can go back in time, like they get a time machine. Beat the shit out of myself. You got green screen and stuff. You could do things like that. That's something I've always wanted to do and never done because I have old videos I filmed uh, when I was young, like where I made movies and they're terrible, but I always thought, wouldn't it be fun to like green screen myself into those? Mm. But the problem is I never used a tripod and so it's all like shaky, really blurry VHS shaky footage. <laughs> oh my God. It's like found footage. Yeah, there's no way I could track myself into the footage properly. Like I would float around in it. I think that would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it would be funny. <laughs> Just make yourself like float, like a ghost. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist for these. Even, even though the things I make are silly i still try mm. my best oh my gosh you want realistic physics involved yeah exactly and, yeah yeah and oh then I'll, and then i'll nobody age myself i know nobody cares that's the everybody thing. just <laughs> <laughs> they just care about you dude that's all they come for you oh they come for uh, no hold on <laughs> wobble <laughs> Give me a second. So I, can, I gotta make something up so look the point is you uh, you've been a cool guy you've been <laughs> making uh, <laughs> Are you trying to compliment me? I don't understand. Yeah, well, I Because <laughs> you're finding it very hard to do that. I'm not good at being sincere. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah. when I when I do try and be nice to people, yeah. my tone betrays my <laughs> intent. <laughs> so, like, so I will say things that, like, I'm trying, I'm try, you know, whatever. Look, the point yeah. is, uh, or the bottom line, as we say here every two seconds, that... <laughs> You're a good guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I am. Are you? I don't know. I am right now, I guess, in this moment. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a philosophical question. I mean, who's to say? How many right. how many good deeds do you have to do to be a good person? Can you be a good person all your life and do one bad thing and be tarnished? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting dilemma. Yeah. It's why it's difficult to watch the Cosby show now. <laughs> or like Michael Jackson's music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, really appreciate Kevin Spacey. You know, I just find it problematic when I go back. I, I just cannot watch movies with Kevin Spacey anymore. Uh-huh. Um, if they get CGI out his hands... Then I'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) No spacey hands. (laughs) That actually like works in the movie seven. And then they could CGI in a mustache and a bowler hat and a monocle like deadly movie (laughs) he's in. So it sort of like obscures his face a bit. And it's nothing but dialogue from House of Cards. You know, I've never even watched that show. I saw like two or three episodes. I'm like, yeah. I just find it problematic to watch anything with Kevin Spacey. Well, that's why they got a CGI out of his hands. But the way it should work is, the rule is, everything before the time that you publicly knew, mm-hmm. when people do, like, with Michael Jackson, it's like, hey, man, you listen to the 80s music. At that time, mm-hmm. you didn't know. So you can't go back and change your brain about, like, mm. you know, how someone was behaving off camera or whatever like i don't know like I, i'm pretty good at separating the art and the artist like i am i know people there's some mm. people that aren't and I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that but dude like yeah i still really like louis ck's comedy and i yeah and it's it's still funny to me 
and even his new stuff is funny to me. So yeah. it's like, this is sort of cheating, but I never really liked Bill Cosby's comedy. Mm. So it doesn't affect me because I know a lot of people always talk about him like he's like, he's one of the greats. He's the great storytellers and this and that. Yeah. And I always liked jokes. Mm. Like some, to me, my favorite comedians are all like jokes. Like I like Stephen Wright and mm-hmm. Mitch Hedberg I liked a lot. And like, yeah, even like new comedians like, like Anthony Jesselneck and stuff I like just because it's just jokes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's comedians like that that I really like, but it's I've always been there for the jokes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I watch like new comedy specials, people are out there to get like pats on the back about stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's not funny to me. Like, it's not a joke. Uh-huh. Uh, I need, I need jokes. And so... <laughs> Uh, I just need jokes, man. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's all you're trying to say. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I need them. It's like my. It's like my water. It's like my uh, jokes. Oxygen. I yeah. need jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, give them jokes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be. Did you say? Did you say? I I don't know if I heard you. Did you just say? Quick, give him a joke. I don't know. (laughs) That's what it sounded like you said. That's why I was laughing. Because I said, "Quick, give him a joke." Yeah, give him a (laughs) joke. Anyway, look. Let's listen to a song and then we'll uh, talk some more. All right. Okay. What are we listening to? This is a track by Protector One Hundred One. Oh, weird. uh, Which is you? Yeah, man. This is called uh, Peace in Death. Yeah. By Protector 101. I know that one.
That was Protector 101 with the track Peace in Death. And I'm here with Protector 101 right now. Dude, 200th. That's really crazy. Yeah, it is. Back then, would you think that's like, you're like, I'm going to be doing 200 episodes when you first started this? Dude, I was excited when I made 10. (laughs) Like, I I remember that was like a point of pride for me that I made 10 things. Yeah. Now that I've been doing it for this long consistently, it doesn't feel like I know I've made 200 and I've I've worked hard like doing it all. But it doesn't feel, I don't know, like I don't feel like anything really. Like, do you think you'll make another 200? I'd like to. Yeah. There's so many artists. Like, I think this year I tried harder to have more new guests on the show because like the past few seasons, it was usually like half and half. Mm. The Beyond Synth artist dad database like at beyondsynth.com there's like 750 artists in there as of right now wow and i've done 200 episodes now mind you some people have like one good song yeah so i wouldn't necessarily like have a whole show for one track (laughs) but i've changed my rules in terms of like Uh i'll have shorter i'll do shorter interviews now yeah especially if i have a returning guest like that's like the new Mm. structure so it's like if i do another protector 101 show i'll Mm. make sure that you know like the first half hour is with like a new guest Mm. or like up and coming artist or whatever like just to make sure that every episode features a new voice. Mm -hmm. But even still, then I'd have to make like fucking a thousand episodes, man. Like there's so much. Yeah. Do you see that as a dilemma? I see it as an opportunity. Oh, you're hired. (laughs) (laughs) I also really like to show up to work late. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I like to hit on all my coworkers. Oh, yes. I like to make inappropriate sexual comments to women. So I'll be a great addition to your team. You are hired to the Kevin Spacey Corporation. (laughs) Well, maybe if I was making inappropriate advances on men. Yes. Do you know that uh, hugs are hostile? Well, yeah, especially the ones I give. Ah! (laughs) 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 I'm just thinking like, well, what considers a hostile hug? Is it like below the belt? kind of a thing. A hostile hug is when a lady doesn't find you attractive and you hug her. Or man. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work that way. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy to get hugs from pretty much anybody, really. You're like, oh, thank God. I'm getting yeah. a hug. <laughs> Someone give me jokes, too, while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was going to school to uh, become a phlebotomist, I was doing, uh, like, seasonal work at Walmart. But, it, you know, it gave me money and paid bills and stuff. Money, 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 so money. So I got hired with a group money. of... Jesus. 
I got hired Sorry. with a group of people, <laughs> and one of the guys. It was, so we're doing those tests, you know. Then the harassment test came up that we had to do. Super easy, right? Dude, this guy next to me, he filled it three times. The harassment test. What? Maybe he shouldn't be getting a job here. Was it like multiple choice? Yeah, it was like multiple choice, but it's like super easy. Like, do you harass people? No. You don't. Well, the guy's fucking. Well, yes. Mean, Fuck. yes. Oh man. I mean, maybe <laughs> if they deserve it, right? Is it okay to squeeze a lady's boobs if her skirt is very short? <laughs> yes. Fuck. I love that. That's one of the questions. <laughs> yes, especially at Walmart. Especially, and it should be worded that exact same right, way too. Totally should. One of your coworkers comes to work with a very short skirt and her boobs out. Is it okay to <laughs> a grab the buns? <laughs> b squeeze the boobs. Squeeze the boob and make a honking sound. Honk. <laughs> or D, all of the above. D. <laughs> I like how all the answers are wrong. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess I, I, didn't, I didn't think this joke through. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> you're a good guy. We're we're talking today mm-hmm. about a whole lot of nonsense, but yeah. also about synthwave because I've I've come to a new sort of um, understanding, and I've been discussing it okay with everybody. Because as of now, I'm going to just kind of stop referring to synthwave as a genre mm. and embrace what it is to me which is the scene itself Mm -hmm. that encompasses all of these various styles and these avenues for artists to pursue their nostalgia through their through their art because obviously you Mm -hmm. are one of the dudes who does like like horror soundtrack kind of stuff yeah i I can do that i mean i know you do other things but (laughs) that's that's what i know when i when i think of protector 101 and when it pops up in my Uh playlist because i don't have my uh playlist organized i'm gonna start really organizing them now oh, gosh so you know i'll be listening it'll be like some pop song and then all of a sudden like this other song will come in it's like and i'm like oh there's protector 101 like <laughs> you know that one you wrote because when i try and explain the genre to people i always have difficulty because i'm like what what genre houses you and sunglasses kid with the same words you know what i mean like it's right it's different stuff yeah someone's gonna do like a mix of sunglasses kids and I I'm, t- I'm trying to think how that it would even work unless it's literally just like one song starts and then you hear like a record skipping sound and then another <laughs> song like comes in <laughs> well look how about this I want you to answer my question but I also want to listen to another track mm. so how about we listen to this one this is a track and I remember us talking about this and I don't remember what we said mm. about whether or not you say Lana or Lana Lana, but mm. I think we went with Lana, yeah, right? Yeah, Lana. Not Lana. Yeah, La Lana, wasn't it? Wasn't that the Lana, thing? Lana, because Lana sounds like a medicine. You're a medicine. All right, listen. Let's listen to this track. Thanks. This is La- <laughs> <laughs> This is Lana by Protector 101.
was Protector 101. <clears throat> that was Protector 101 with the track Lana from the album Neon Collie. Now, that's interesting because, mm. and I, I don't know if I've done this since, in the first season of the show, I thought, wouldn't it be fun to do an episode where I have an artist back and we go through an album? Mm. So we did it with you, with Neon Collie. Mm. And I don't think I have done that idea since. Like, I've had <laughs> artists on where they have an album and I'm playing only songs from that album, but it, the premise of the episode isn't let's do a deep dive into this album specifically. Yeah. Because at that time there weren't that many synthwave artists. Mm-hmm. There were definitely not fucking 750 in my playlist or whatever. Yeah. So I thought, well, this would be a way of fleshing things out so that, you know, I have a bunch of new guests and then I have back on a guest I had earlier in the season and they can talk about a specific album. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What are you getting at? I'm getting at that you're a cool guy, all right? Oh, thanks. I enjoy chatting with you. Yeah, no, no, me too, man. Uh, I just think it's cool that I'm such a pioneer for your show, it sounds like, with all these ideas. Or I'm just like a test subject to you. Yeah, that's the way I like to think about it. Okay, that's what, yeah. Okay. You're the RoboCops that, like, shoot themselves in the head when they, like, (laughs) wander out. I was actually talking about those RoboCops. I love the guy who pulls his mask off and he starts screaming. Oh, yeah, the skeleton? So ridiculous. I actually, like, I like RoboCop 2. I love RoboCop 2. I mean, it's obviously not as good as the first one, but I think it's a fine sequel. Yeah. When I watch part one again and remember, like, oh, yeah, part one is so fucking good. And part two is, like, a decent sequel. Yeah. But it has some moments that I think people confuse as being from part one. And that RoboCop beta test Mm. with with all the, the, the RoboCops that fail. Yeah. Sometimes I think people think that's in part one because that sequence itself is so part one. Yeah, you would think so. Because the humor of it and everything, like the fucking the one that takes the mask off and screams <laughs> so and the other fucking shoots all the people in the room and then shoots itself in the head. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but see, did I ever tell you the first time I ever saw RoboCop 2? Like where I saw it? Well, tell me again, man. The first time I ever saw RoboCop 2 was at a uh, drive-in theater. It was a double feature, RoboCop 2 and No Holds Bar with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Oh, maybe you did tell me this. Yeah, I think I did. I don't know. I don't know if it was on the radio or if it was just in person, but that was a cool moment as a kid to see RoboCop 2 on the big screen. What a bizarre uh, uh, double feature now that I think about it. Right? I know. It really was, but it, like, it made sense at the same time, too. Which one came first? You mean like which played first that night? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely RoboCop 2 and then No Holds Bar was after. Fucking Hulk Hogan. I know. This is a crazy movie. Like Everybody was doing cocaine. Kane, it looked like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. So here's what I want to ask you, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was going somewhere before. Oh, yeah. From when you started making tunes, obviously, we'll be be playing some more here from as early as 2011. Um, Damn. How do you how do you think the synthwave scene in general has sort of changed since you started making tunes all those years ago? Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, it's definitely has some ups and downs, a lot of downs, but mm. it just we hit a patch there for it seemed like forever where everything was just sounding the same. Very, very stale because everybody's like, oh, my gosh, this stuff is awesome. I'm going to make it. How do I learn how to do Fruity Loops? Classic. Yeah. Well, yeah, classic. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) there's a lot of copy and pasting uh, for a while. But to be honest, like I haven't really listened to synthwave music in a long time. I think Power Glove is the last thing I've listened to that was like most recent. Mm. And that just came out. But I kind of like where some of the bands are going because they're trying something different. Sure. That's always been a thing for me is always 
trying something different and new because things just get so old and stale. It really does. And it gets boring to me. But um, I don't know. I don't know where it is right now. I really don't. I'm a pretty busy guy. Like I make music all the time. I have so many projects. Look at you, fucking busy Jake. No, I don't mean I don't mean it that way. And I hate saying that stuff, but (laughs) that is the reality. I don't have time to listen to music, really. Mm. I used to have, like, long drives to work and back, you know, but I don't even have that anymore. I think that's one of the things that maybe is is one of the positives for me doing the show is is that it's kept me actively listening. Mm. That's good. I get the point of view of the artists who don't necessarily like looking at every single new release that's coming out and listening to it, because obviously, like, you don't want it to affect your music Mm. if you listen to too many things, and especially for the people who were there, like, in the very beginnings of the scene sometimes it's like you have more of an attachment to the the ogs you know like your peers at the time <laughs> it's interesting when one of them comes out with a new album because like oh yeah like you know whatever yeah i obviously like i got to keep my head in the game and i got to keep listening to new stuff all the time mm-hmm. in a way it's cool that the show sort of almost forces me to do that because i could probably end up with that same place i can i wouldn't have a mm. a 33 day long playlist yeah well that's the whole thing yeah you're on the like another side of the table basically. I like to say I'm on the cutting edge. Okay, you're on the cutting edge of the side <laughs> of the table. <laughs> I love any this. I love, I'm on the cutting edge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's a biscuit. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense that what you do is like you're the curator. You sift through all this like music and sounds and then you're like, I like this one, I like this one, I like this one, and I will play it. You know where I do sift through most of the stuff? Where? On the cutting edge. Jesus. That's where I do it. <laughs> no, you don't no i'm i'm there all the time i'm on the cutting edge every day (laughs) it's weird how you can like say a thing that's so terrible that you can almost hear the collective groans of the people listening and yet we're recording this weeks before this thing airs yes it's like uh what's that one uh tom cruise uh, that movie top gun not top gun future movie oh uh vanilla sky no minority report minority report yeah (laughs) <laughs> Instead of like they can tell like when you're cocktail, whatever <laughs> the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like knowing that you're going to report a crime in the future, like they know when you're going to groan. The, the precogs wake up and like he's going to tell a bad joke. <laughs> right. Although they'll they'll fucking have the, they'll be like waking up all the time if they're going to be worried about me saying something stupid. Oh, I'm sure they'll be waking up all the time. Oh yeah, man, Sa- sausage. Look, let's listen to another song. <laughs> okay, this is a classic Pruckin Protector P- Puckin. I just Puckin said Protector One Hundred One song <laughs> from uh, from Twenty Eleven. Ooh, seven, you know. And and uh, and it's called Fighting Spirit, and it's by Protector One O One.
And that was Protector 101 with the track Fighting Spirit from way back in the day. And we're taking a look back today Mm -hmm. on this Beyond Synth 200th episode. So look, Mm -hmm. before we go, this is something I've been sort of asking all the guests, you know, as we've been doing this lovely episode. What, uh, how do you think you've changed, Jake? How do you think you've changed over the years? Um, I'm trying to find a good comparison or a good mesh of cinematic but keep it danceable, I think. We're talking about your style now, right? No, my fashion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got to make sure you got danceable pants. It was cinematic flair, yes. (laughs) This was what, like prompted by when you started doing live shows? Yeah, I would say that. Like you said, you think of scary soundtracks with with Protector 101. So I'm learning the styles of like that. Not only with Protector 101, but doing just other soundtrack work, like more orchestral things for other movies or projects. So like it gives you like that understanding like, well, geez, this is how they play it with the notes or whatever, you know, these violins and these like strings work perfect together in harmony. So I've been incorporating those techniques into like Synthwave or Protector 101 project. The new album, by the way, will sound different than anything else from Protector 101. So you're putting your money where your mouth is. When yeah. you sit there and say like, hey, we got to be trying new things. Guess what? I am. Damn it. <laughs> And I don't mean it like that. Like, I don't know. It sounds cocky. Oh, no, but- don't worry. I had a conversation with Dan Terminus earlier, <laughs> and I don't think anyone's going to get any more, <laughs> like, because that dude will get, like, super, like, honest about things yeah. in a really funny way. And so no one no one touches, like, how yeah. far he goes. I think so, it, like, I- you're, you're all very polite by comparison. This is, like, my opinion, obviously, the way how I feel about at least my music. I can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's got to change. So That's the testament of a true artist, Jake. I, I guess. Or the cutting edge. Yeah, man. Hey, listen. <laughs> what? There's room on the cutting edge for all of us. Is there? It's a long, long edge. Sounds really, really sharp. It is sharp, but it's uh, necessary to sift the wheat from the chaff. What? Is that a, it's a biblical thing? I don't know. I've never read <laughs> okay. that book. All right. <laughs> I just, by the way, I just referred to the Bible as that book. <laughs> that book. <laughs> the... <laughs> I've never read that book. You know, that book with the chaff wheat separation. That's pretty much all the book is about, right? And a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I mean, what the core message, right? Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Something about wheat and chaff and a bunch of stuff about gay guys. You know, but look, we got to wind this down because... Um, wind it up? We got to wind it up. We got to wind it down. We got to wind it all around. Gotta... But the, the point is, Jake, that you've always been been a good pal and you've been around uh, Thanks, from the start and it's been nice to know you over the years and I'm, o- I'm always happy to see where people start and where they go and how they evolve nice well, I hope I'm okay in your eyes. So, and it sounds like it. So that's good. I'm also using this episode as a way to like tell friends I don't want to talk to them anymore. <laughs> right. It's been nice knowing you. And uh, so you made the cut. Uh, you're you're still good. Yay! <laughs> but uh, some friends are just gonna have to take a drop off the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to uh, they're not going to make the cut. And we'll see we'll see who it is. It's an exciting episode. The bottom line is mm. you've done an amazing job. Two hundred episodes very impressive and uh i'd say most of it is quality <laughs> that's, a, that's a lie <laughs> um look man you have a lovely day i look forward to hearing uh your new stuff man send it to me yeah it should be fun hopefully you'll like it maybe you won't i don't know that's okay we'll still be friends in the end <laughs> That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. So look, thanks for uh, chatting, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for having me on. 
All right, and that was my conversation with Protector 101, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $25 Club, there's Kempson, Pattern Shift, and Emilio Estevez. And look, while we're here, because I did record that with Jake before his album came out, I know that Marco played a track on the High Five, Artificial Consent, and I thought, uh, just because Street Cleaner also put out an album last week, and I thought, maybe we'll play this one. We'll play Artificial Consent, the Street Cleaner Remix. And that way we get both of them in there. And it's a really cool album. It's very industrial. A lot of cool percussive stuff going on. And actually, when I was listening to uh, the album, there was a particular track that just all of a sudden inspired me to come up with a cool concept for my robot show whenever I make that in fucking 40 years. Um, I just thought of this very simple but cool idea, but it was all inspired by uh, Jake's music. So that's the uh, that's the power of music, man. It gets you, gets you moving creatively. Anyway, so let's listen to this track. Uh, this is Artificial Content... Uh, fuck, why can't I say that? Artificial Consent. Uh, the Street Cleaner Remix, and it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. There's Johnny Five, Tim Carlton, and Honeybeard. And uh, this is Artificial Consent, the Street Cleaner Remix by Protector101.
And that was Protector 101 from the album Killbots. And that was Artificial Consent, the Street Cleaner Remix. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $25 Club, there's Restless Nights and Clint Dowling. And uh, thanks for uh, supporting the show. You guys are cool. Let's go back to the answering machine and listen to a message. Hey, Andy Last. This is Hugh Hefner. Thanks for all you do. Stay synthy, bitches. Well, thanks, Hugh Hefner. Uh, you're a cool gal. <laughs> is that condescending to say that? Why do I say cool guy? See, when I say guys, I mean everyone. You know, like if I address a crowd of people, like I'm always addressing crowds of people. Um, I'll say, like, hey, guys, and I mean like everybody. But uh, when I say cool guy, I guess that is very specific. So I guess you're a cool gal or a cool lady. Uh, but thanks for your uh, kind words. And uh, and Hugh Hefner's left a follow up message. What does this say? Andy, do you have autism? Well, that message wasn't quite as pleasant as the first one. But uh, <laughs> uh, nope. Did I do something autistic? I guess that's a difficult one because I think everyone with autism is it's slightly different. They all have sort of like unique strengths and weaknesses. So it's a very sort of interesting thing. I mean, I like to often quote uh, Dr. Stephen Shore who says, If you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. And that basically means that every case is is very unique. And so if you meet one person with autism, doesn't mean necessarily that you can apply those same things to another person with autism. I know I often quote Dr. Stephen Shore on this show, and it's not because I just clicked on what is autism into Google. It's because I know this stuff by heart, because it's very, very important. So uh, listen here. <laughs> this- I also like the idea that your question was clearly a joke, and I've answered it seriously. All right, let's listen to another message. Hey, Andy, my name's David. I'm from Los Angeles, and I'm just calling in, and I wanted to tell you about how I discovered your podcast. It happened a while back when Tron Legacy was first announced, and they released some trailers. I was watching this one trailer, and it had the sweetest song I ever heard. Uh, Originally, I thought it was Daft Punk, but it turns out it was not. It was a fan trailer using music from an artist called Pilot Priest, and it was the song Body Double. And I just loved everything about that song, so I started searching for Pilot Priest, And lo and behold, he's been my favorite artist for some time now. Everything Pilot Priest does just hits every note about what I love so much about this genre of music. Pilot Priest just does it all for me. So after years of listening to Pilot Priest, I decided to Google see if he had some new music coming out. And lo and behold, I saw an interview with some guy named Andy Last. So I tuned in and I listened to that interview. And that's how I discovered Beyond Synth. Uh, It was an awesome interview. And now I listen every week, Fridays and Sundays. uh, Usually when I'm sitting in traffic, which is basically all you do in Los Angeles. So I just wanted to say I love the show. Uh, I love that you got to interview Pilot Priest, and my favorite episodes is when you do the family shows. Those are always my my absolute favorite. I have a blast listening to them. So keep up the cool work, and remember, you are a cool guy. Well, thanks, man. I agree. Pilot Priest is one of my favorites. I absolutely love Pilot Priest. So you are correct 
in your opinion. And uh, and thanks for the uh, the kind words. And speaking of the family shows, we're going to talk to the Beyond Synth family because I'll give them a call maybe after we listen to a track. But uh, thank you for your message, dude. Sorry about uh, having to sit in traffic all the time. At least the past few weeks, these episodes have all been longer than normal. So hopefully there's enough content there for you to listen to. But you're a cool guy, and that's all that matters. So how about this? Let's listen to a track, and then we will go chat with the Beyond Synth family. So here is a song from Oliver Marson, and this is Cocaine Romance, and it is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the 2666 Club, because that's a club now. There's Lucas Ceballos and Hugh Hefner. You guys are in the club. That's pretty exciting. Uh, And now let's listen to this track, dude. This is uh, Artificial Consent. No, it isn't. (laughs) Sorry, uh, my brain is... uh, Well, I have autism. All right, so it's Oliver Marson with the track Cocaine Romance. She said, I'm not turning back now I'm not turning 
And that was Cocaine Romance by Oliver Marson. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, there's City Hunter with the 42. There's Jacob Wick with the 4488. Oh, and I should say, Jacob, I finally assimilated the Lego you sent me into the collection. So Jacob was kind enough last year. He sent me a big box of Lego, and I've got a big Lego table. And I had Jacob's stuff sort of set to the side. There's a lot of, like, kits in there. And uh, just the other day, I was sort of tidying up, and I'm like, it's time to assimilate this. And I assimilated it into the collection. So now it's part of the collective now. And uh, there was lots of uh, characters in there, a lot of Star Wars stuff, and a lot of boats. Do you like boats, Jacob Wick? There's a lot of boat Lego, like nautical stuff. It was like nautical stuff and Star Wars were like the two sort of things. A lot of those droid trooper characters. And there's a Vader in there and an Emperor, some speeder bikes. Is this interesting to anybody? <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, here. Let's give the uh, Beyond Synth family a call. We'll give Marco a call first here. Ah. Oh. Hey, Marco. How's it going, man? Hey, how you doing, Andy? This is weird you calling me like this. Oddly enough, it isn't that weird because I do call you. Okay. Well, thanks for calling me, man. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. And it wouldn't be complete without, uh, you know, talking to the, the Beyond Synth family. So I thought, you stay on the line here and let's give... So you called uh, me first. You called yeah. me first. All right. Remember, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give Florence a call. Ring. Hello. Hey, Florence, it's me and Marco. We're calling you because it's the Beyond Synth 200th show. Oh, it's you guys. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, come on. Turn that frown upside down into a smile. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Are you having <laughs> a lovely day? Yeah, I'm having a lovely day. Cool. Well, let's look. Listen, this wouldn't be a hoo ha party without the artist formerly known as Hoo Ha. So let's give Mike a call here. Ring. Hey, hi. Hey. Are we all yelling? Yeah, look. It's it's Mike. He's here. Modern night. I'm so glad we're yelling. <laughs> Who else is here? Just you or is this like a personal phone call? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, we're here. The whole, the whole, the whole Beyond Synth family is here. All for right, this. great. You called me last. That means I'm the uh, end with Mike Mendoza, like at the end of the credits of a TV episode, which means I'm more important than everybody else. Hi, you, you're the Lieutenant Traxler of this call. <laughs> I always loved at the end of the credits of Terminator, and then it just says like, and Paul Winslow. No, no, it wasn't Paul Winslow, or was it? Paul Winslow. It was Michael Winslow, and he was. <laughs> No, it's Paul. It's Paul Winslow. He plays Lieutenant Traxler. Hold on, let me clarify that before I get uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Michael Winslow. Paul Winfield. Is that what I said? You said Winslow. Oh, I said Winslow. All right, look. Paul Winfield plays Lieutenant Ed Traxler, but it says just with Paul Winfield as Lieutenant Traxler, and I always loved that name because it's like not a real sounding name, and so I always. Uh... Anyway, look. Shut up, man. That was worth it. All right, look. <laughs> I'm taking a look back to the early years of the show and how it's sort of evolved and changed over time and things like this. And so, Mike, even though I called you last, I'm going to focus on you first. (laughs) (laughs) Do I hear some resentment going on from the rest of the family? No, Mm -hmm. not at all. (laughs) No. 
So look, <laughs> you're a cool guy. I've been going through, you know, the history of the show, and I know I've talked about it before, but obviously you were a key component, one of the most important key components here, because after I made that initial episode with Robin, Ogre, episode one, once that edit was finished, I sort of sent that to you to listen to. Like, I, I got in touch with you because obviously Outrunning is like one of my favorite songs, the one that has since been redacted from the new Retrowave compilation, but at the time, it was track number one, and it was great, and so I reached out to you, and you turned out to be like a really fun guy from the get-go and really game to do something, and so I sent you that uh, that episode, and then you introduced me to the, the world of synthetics, which at the time was a very small community, and since then, you've been, uh, you've been a good... Uh, a good friend and you make all the jingles for the show and I always forget to acknowledge that the jingles are by Mike Mendoza but they are uh, all of them <laughs> yeah, good one Andy good one give him well, no credit whatsoever <laughs> I just always forget it's like there's all these things I'm supposed to say every week and I forget but the, the point is that uh, that you're a real talented uh, musician and a cool fun guy and I enjoy uh, talking to you and uh Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Well, thank you, and I appreciate all of that. And uh, I like that we have become friends over this whole time. Like I'm I'm calling you on my work break for lunch just to like bitch about Star Wars for an hour. Like that's what we do on a regular basis. Now my question is this though, because every time you call me, I feel like we talk for like an hour. Like, do you actually have a one hour lunch break? Yeah. Okay. Because every time it always feels like at the end of the call, I'm like, "Are you at work?" And you're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I feel like we've been talking longer than a lunch break, but anyway. We talk about everything. We talk about the news. We talk about China. We talk about Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're very... uh (laughs) <laughs> We're very keen into geopolitics, and so a lot of these things are... <laughs> hey, geopolitics sounds like a really cool uh, synthwave album title. I, I think, no, the, the title would be The Geopolitic, like with ending with a K. Disagree to disagree. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Look... <laughs> The point is, you know, all these things, I'm sort of looking back at the, the, the evolutions of the show and what were the, like, sort of the important moments or the shows where things changed and, and whatever. I'm just reminding everybody again the importance of hoo-ha, who is no longer hoo-ha, but that music is still labeled hoo-ha, if I am correct. And it's really funny because people, like, I, <laughs> the percentage of music that is labeled hoo-ha versus the modern night stuff is, like, vastly outweighed. And so someone posted my thing to Reddit, like, one of the big music... Uh, uh, subreddits and it was blowing up and everyone's hoo-ha is great i love hoo-ha and i had to comment and i was like hey God, i'm not hoo-ha anymore it's the same music but uh you break hearts man you break hearts that's all <laughs> i can say you've broken mine already number of times marco you're literally wearing my fucking shirt in this picture you love what i do all right i know you know it you know it <laughs> <laughs> look at your face with your sunglasses you're so cool Ooh, i'm marco Ooh, that's what you're mm-hmm. making you're going Ooh. let's talk about marco now well, we're going to, but I'm we're going to... I'm scared to wear your shirt. I need to get two because I'm scared that I'm going to fade it and then it's going to be ruining it. So I need I need another shirt. All right. Well, look, we'll work on that. <laughs> I need to buy one. Okay. We're going to we're gonna listen to a track here and then we'll, uh, and then we'll sort of move... Shipping and handling $29.95. We're going to move down the line. But look, I want to listen to... I am to... now, all right? I'm living in America. <laughs> oh, I'll just drive up to your door and give you one. you. <laughs> anyway, look... I want to listen to a fun hoo-ha track. This is one of my favorites. This is the one, the hoo-ha and Star Force track. This is technically hoo-ha. Definitely is. Oh, and the secret scoop is me and Star Force are working on something new for this year. Ooh, mm. I like to hear that. Yeah, man. But we're also going to hear this track. This is My Fantasy by Hoo-ha and Star Force. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was Hoo Ha and Star Force. And this track, and that track, and this. <laughs> and Star Force. <laughs> And that was no, my, actually, the way you say it is kind of accurate because he sent me, "Hey man, I want to collab. Uh, listen to this and see what you can do." And it was just a bass line. It was like, dun, 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 dun. and then it was the drums. That was, dun, ch, dun, ch. and then everything else you hear on top of that was me just like fucking around for a couple of hours. And I sent it back to him, and he was like, "Yo, what? I don't know. I just I really like Star Force. He inspires me." Cool. Well, look, he's a cool guy. Now let's move up to Marco here. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Marco. So look, me or listen, because no one's looking at anything here. Okay, whatever. The point is, uh, you know, <laughs> as as Beyond Sin sort of went on, so I remember I first found out about you, Marco, and I think it was actually through Mike. Tell me if I'm remembering this correctly. Right. You bought some music from Mike's band camp, but you were very generous with your payment oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, was that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. No, I wasn't generous. No. Okay, well, anyway, so. The, the, I just liked his music. No comment. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I think that was the when I first because I was talking to Mike. He's like, "Oh, like this Marco guy. Like he like uh, whatever." I'm not trying to make you feel embarrassed. Is what- that how this all got started? He's like, "This must be something wrong with this guy. He made an error." <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you were saying like, "Hey, this guy's like uh, he's like a cool guy. Like he bought like my single and paid this money for it or whatever." And like it was more than what it was up for on Bandcamp. And because Marco was, you know, you were there and you were supporting the artists and stuff. And then I know you reached out to me before you started Synthetics. I did, yes. Just to get some advice or whatever, and like, I don't know if I gave you any. I might have just said... No, you did. You were super nice. We were talking about... I think we talked about microphones and how to record shit and just a few tips, and I don't know. I always thought you were like this cool guy that, you know, does... I don't know. You just wouldn't have time to talk to someone, uh, nobody like me, and then you were really nice. You offered some really good advice, and took the time out of your day so I was I was pretty impressed with that so then in the different sort of evolutions as I was going on with this show then you started Synthetics mm-hmm. and you made these really long episodes but your show actually got like really popular and you had these shows that went on for like 10 hours and you featured like so many artists and stuff like this and at one point I had you on the show because I think there was I, I, we might have been on each other's shows at like kind of the same time but there was like I think it was around the same time yeah we were basically the main synthwave shows that were happening. Mm-hmm. Project Friday was also going on, and each one of our three shows was sort of different in sort of a way. So yeah. mine was, of course, like this quirky, weird show that, you know, focused on these weird personal interviews with people that didn't really talk about music too much. Project Friday was mm-hmm. like a radio show mm-hmm. where like Steve was basically just a DJ and so he didn't really say too much. It was mostly just that kind of brief DJ banter between songs and then your show was sort of like a blend of the two because you played a lot of music mm-hmm. and you also had interviews. I remember I had you on my show and, and I remember you were disappointed because of the way I recorded it because usually <laughs> you like you're, you're a real professional. You record like the different audios and then you, 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 you know like you make it perfect. I just record one I was just recording one audio for both so sometimes it fucks up and stuff it was just quicker you know so and I remember when I told you you were like mortified you're like really is that how you do it (laughs) so disappointed is that how you do it it's like I can record mine you know and I can send it to you and I'm like nah it's alright you're like (laughs) anyway sorry a little side story and I got my podcast feet wet because Marco would like not be able to do a, a week or whatever that's right. And because uh, he edits them, he put them all together in like a thing, like as an MP3. But I was like, well, on the fly, I'm going to do my shit live. And that first episode was like, I try to do four hours. It was a fucking marathon. I was like, I don't know how you do it, Marco, 
I wound up running out of synthwave to play. I was playing like Weekend at Bernie's music and like <laughs> music from Ninja Turtles and all sorts of shit. And uh, that was like the seeds, the DNA of my podcast was because Marco asked me to fill in for that's his right. every now and then. Yeah, because I was I was visiting Jazzy in America at the time, and that's right, you filled in for me. And the one that you did, I think, there was I think you did I think you did it twice. I, I think believe. I did it two times. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, and the one time you, you, you got—I mean, it got a lot of listens. I think you got like four thousand listens or something crazy. People really enjoyed it. Good damn! You were outdoing me. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do really like your picks, and so I like that. I know, like you sort of burned out because you were doing like such long shows. Yeah. Like I think having you come on this show has just been sort of like a nice thing because I, I, I think it's nice. That I think it worked out perfectly. I mean, for me anyway, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I mean, I still still, still kind of scratch that itch, you know, for being part of the community, kind of doing something, you know, as far as a podcast or a radio show, but then I don't have to put in all the work like I used to. So it, it's really worked out well for me. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate you having me on the show. Well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad it all worked out and we're all pals and everything's uh, cool. What about Florence? I haven't heard the Florence story. How'd you, how, how did Florence get on the show and everything? Yeah, Andy. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about me. That's enough about me. Well, I want to make sure that everyone gets their own little personal time here, right? Because this is sort of a... Yeah. Because I had some uh, some listener calls that I wanted to play, too. But I can tell a little Florence story. Oh, mm, yeah. Just please. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> please tell us that story, Andy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It better be juicy. Hold on here. I got to blow my nose. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, hold on. I wrote it down in my notebook. <laughs> hold on. I forgot. <laughs> No it was there. a foggy winter eve. How the fuck did this random chick end up on the show? Hold on, I'm blowing my nose. <laughs> You're not a random chick, but I just think it's cool. I like to hear these stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know with Mike, because obviously I, I was listening to the podcast in the early days, and I know, you remember you used to have that, um, what was it called? The, um, oh, fuck. What was that one you guys did, the funny one? Um, time Slap. Time Slap, yes. I'm going to bring it yes. back. That's going to be listened, a thing for this year. I listened to a Time Slap one, so it was really funny. Fuck. It's so long ago now. It feels it's kind of cool. I got to go back and listen to them again. <laughs> I should. Uh, the train one was great. I should make them available. There's the one where I cried laughing, and that one is still probably my favorite. That's the. <laughs> I'm a, was that I'm a werewolf? Get me out of here! Or which one was that? I think that might be. Um, no, it's Crashosaurus Rex. Commandosaurus no, no, no. Rex. It was the one where Peter Falk was a ghost, and they're on trial, <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and they <laughs> <laughs> and the green, the ghost eye, he talks, but in a higher pitch Columbo voice. And he's like, I'm Columbo's eye. What's the part? There's a part that made me because fucking... Because he gets shot, and the bullet doesn't hit him. It, like, goes through him or something oh, like and that. Oh, that's right. And that's when you find out he's a ghost, because they shoot him <laughs> while he's on the stand, but then the bullet goes through the... This is really hard to explain, but essentially because time Because the security slap. guard comes in, and he's like, I got you the evidence. I got the evidence. Bang. <laughs> And, and both and both of their revolvers fall out of their pockets and hit the ground, and both the guns like shoot the werewolf from different sides. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of, or one of the bullets, or one of the bullets goes into Columbo, and, and he like fakes getting hurt because he's a ghost and he just goes right through him. And he has a delayed reaction, like it's, and he looks around like, huh, huh, huh. For some reason, Roblo has the realization that the judge is a ghost because when the judge takes off, there's a bullet hole in the yeah. wall. Like from where, from where it got shot. There's this close up of Roblo realizing that the judge is a fucking ghost. <laughs> I do, I got it. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> <That's a> dick. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are the endings? <laughs> anyway, Time Slap was a podcast that Mike uh, put together where a bunch of us uh, would uh, ad-lib movie premises based on suggestions from listeners. So they'd say, like, what would Crocosaurus Rex be? And then we'd talk about who the yeah. what the cast would be and what the story would be. And what year it was specifically, because, like, that I'm a Werewolf Now was supposed to be, like, 86, 87. It's got a young Rob Lowe. Like, all that stuff was very specific. Oh, that's right. To, wasn't, like, wasn't the title <laughs> I'm a Werewolf Now What? Now wasn't that what? the title? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and that show I, I haven't done because now it's what? like it's like ten times the amount of work that uh you know my regular podcast is. It's like what you do. It's like you're sitting there slicing, 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 and putting stuff together, um, and then making music on top of it, and then making the trailers on top of that. Yeah, it was a lot of goddamn work. I'll be introducing it again, but uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to make it more streamlined. No, that makes sense. We can all look forward to that. Well, how about this? What about Florence? Let's listen to a track. Hey, Marco. No, what about Florence? I'm going to talk about Florence afterwards. Each of you gets a nice segment <laughs> Jesus here. That's <laughs> kind of show is this uh, <laughs> so look marco i want you to yes. pick a track what's one of your favorite tracks oh, are you serious i wasn't i thought this definitely doesn't want me to pick a track oh man that's really tough just a, a track you've always really liked a synthwave track you've always liked all right fuck it then i'm playing uh this is a song that i always come back to you know like i don't know you have your favorites in the scene well this is definitely one of them it's uh npm aka multi-pack party up all right man let's check it out this is party up by npm does it is it even soundtracks yeah it was like multi-pack soundtracks or something yeah it's npm multi-pack music is npm that's what it stands for multi-pack music yeah andy uh, dick (laughs) i think it's just multi-pack whatever i don't know
was Party Up by MPM. And uh, he's uh, one of those people who has uh, appeared and disappeared and retired and returned and gone. He is currently yep. gone, right? Currently gone. I'm not paying attention anymore because I once you retire and then come back, I lose all of that, like, whatever it is. I don't even know what the word is. But I'm like, he's going to retire again. He's going to do it again. And then these guys who, like, do it the one time, you know they're going to do it a second and a third time. And then at, one, at some point is like, how much are you doing it for attention? I don't know. That's what it kind of looks like. Your optics are bad, man. Well, I got some optics right now. We're going to talk about Florence. That's not it. Finally. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so look, Sorry, so, Florence. So Florence is one of those people that's been floating around. So you're a Patreon supporter. <laughs> She's a ghost. And yeah. <laughs> I am a ghost. No, so you know those, like, you know those, uh, the automated sinks and hand dryers and bathrooms? Mm. They never work for me. So I'm a ghost. <laughs> Do you uh, do you ever look into a mirror and go like, where the hell is my reflection? Sometimes. Because that's what I do. The point is, okay, so Florence is a Patreon supporter, all right? Yeah, that's my title. Well, no, well that, that's how I first was. I was like, oh, who's Florence Bullock? Aww. In those early days when there were sort of less less people, I'd go like, oh, you know, when I would always... Fewer people. Fewer, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's Uh-oh. getting right, Andy. Fucking hell. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Have to, I have to stay on Christ. brand. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. so you wrote this down, Andy, so you wouldn't fuck it up. <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't written anything down. So when I was looking up like who, who the people were that like support the show, and a lot of them are musicians as well, and so I checked out uh, Glitbiter, and I was like, hey, this stuff's actually pretty good. So then I messaged you about being on, I think, one of the Christmas episodes, mm-hmm. and I was sort of reaching out to people who were like supporting the show and stuff. And then when I saw that you were actually like making cool music, I was like, oh, I'll have you on for a few minutes. A lot of times when I go to record with people, there's always these technical problems that happen and so like i'll talk to people and like it takes them a while to get set up and then their microphones are all fucked up or whatever and i remember when we went to talk and all of a sudden i was like oh wow like you had like this nice mic and you sounded cool i liked your voice and then we talked and then i remember it's just this very simple thing and i know i explained it on the show before but it was because everyone i talked to we have a lot of like similar touchstones in terms of topics you know things we're interested in when i went to go down like the video games route with you you're like yeah i don't really play games <laughs> And then this thing just went off where I'm like, she sounds cool and she's already got stuff set up there to do like to to sound nice on the podcast and stuff. And she's coming from things from a perspective that like is going to be different than a lot of the people I always have on the show. And so after we recorded that episode and I was editing it together, I just thought I want to have Florence on the show more because I feel like it's nice to have sort of like different voices come on. And because I think I had just finished a season that was like mostly dude guests. It's always been important to me to sort of like have different sort of voices and sort of perspectives come in on the thing. And so uh, and so then I invited you to to come on the show and do like reviews and stuff. Yep. And we did that. And, you know, you made me watch Star Trek and a bunch of other things. When I started scaling back on the on the segments, I still wanted to have you as part of the show. And then that's where this whole sort of family show thing came from was uh, was doing that to make sure everyone was still sort of involved. And that's kind of what's been going on. Yep, and that's how I didn't get fired from yeah, Hamilton. But that's my favorite thing, because you and Marco... <laughs> You and Marco are hilarious because you're both the same. Every time I would message you guys to say, all right, I'm thinking I'm going to be making some changes to the show, 
And then there'd be like this long pause. <laughs> and then I'd be like, so we're going to do this uh, this other idea where you guys will come on for like these family shows. So, oh, good. So I thought you were firing me. And you and Marco both do that all the time. Every like every time, time. I, every time I <laughs> message to say I'm making changes. You're so way. long to actually not think that. Because <laughs> I, I was convinced that you like eventually you just figure out I'm fucking boring as fuck. <laughs> and, and that I, I really, you know, gone past my use by date. And uh, that's it. You know, get rid of me. Hey, man. Yeah. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been upset. Yeah. I'd be like fucking fair enough I mean yeah, as long as you live in a place where there's gonna be bears fucking going through your shit <laughs> and all this stuff I mean it's never it's never gonna be uh boring to me but i just i just love that you both always had this attitude like this idea that a you're hired which is the funny part because i mean <laughs> this isn't a, like, it's not a job so it's always like oh i thought you were gonna fire me i'm just like i don't know that i have the authority to do any of the things mm-hmm. to hire or to fire well we're part of the synth uh, union so if you try to get rid of one of us we're all going okay synth yeah man, no. hey man i'm oh fucking against all these God. unions we're going to find out a few things <laughs> yeah. about my politics right about now. Hey, remember the robot union from uh, Attack of the Clones? Yeah, I remember a lot about Attack of the like, Clones. <laughs> on Geonosis. I didn't think that was a robot union. That was the trade union, wasn't it? Oh, like the droid federation. No, it's the trade federation, but then they have the droid factory on Geonosis, but that's part of the trade federation. It's like the robot leader guy, and he, he turns knobs on his chest to change the way he talks, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. We agree. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Wait, what? What does he call? Oh, whatever. <laughs> okay, look at that. We've we've diverged into Star Wars. But wait, no, I want to go back to Beyond Synth because I randomly found your podcast, Andy, when you randomly added me on Twitter, and I was like, "Whoa, wait, there's a dude doing a podcast on this stuff that I really like." Holy crap! I'm going to listen to this. And so like one summer I just like binged all of your episodes. I was it was at episode like 48 back then, so like it wasn't that much. But yeah, it was awesome. And so then you started the Patreon and I'm like, "Whoa, this is something I really want to give money to. Holy shit." So it was like a shut up and take my money situation and now I'm here. It's cool. <laughs> uh, you I've know always loved the name Glitbiter. It's just cool. I mean, it stands out. Do you know what it means? I don't. Explain it. A Glitbiter is a person who is addicted to the spice glitter stem, which is mined on the planet Kessel. <laughs> Star Wars! Star Wars! Uh, I thought it was somebody who likes to bite certain things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, Marco. Oh, bull. Come on. Don't give me that. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard your it's answer cool, and that's I cool. like Play it. it down, play it down, that's cool But you know, it, it's cool because it's a Star Wars reference But nobody knows that it's a Star Wars reference It sounds like another word So it's, you yes. know, it does Makes you do a little double take And I was like, okay, yeah. that's fine Makes you use all the parts of your brain, that's important I'll stick with it You know, it's been several years since I stopped I used like a Twitter following service thing To, you know, follow people who tweeted about synthwave and electronic music and stuff That's probably how you started following me like it is and the joke is i stopped doing that because i'm like oh this is just such a cheesy like artificial way to like boost numbers on twitter and stuff but the joke is there's a lot of people who listen to this show because of me doing that (laughs) and so i've stopped now but there's part of me sometimes i just think fuck there's a lot of people i talk to where they're like well i started listening to your show when you followed me on twitter i'm like 
Oh, it fucking worked. <laughs> like, it worked, but I don't <laughs> want to admit it worked because I don't want to do it anymore. Because it took a lot of time. Like, every day, Twitter has these dumb algorithms. And I hate Twitter, so, like, I really don't want to do it anymore just because I, f- I find interactions on Twitter really annoying. And, like, 90% of Twitter is robots. And so you'd end up following all these fucking bots that, like, tweet out horrible things. <laughs> anyway, but look, I want to keep chatting with you guys, but we're going to listen to a song here. So I thought we'll listen to this track by Glitbiter. Now this one, so this one isn't released, is it? It's not released. It's a demo. Well, it technically kind of is. So it's a demo. Okay, because this is a cool song. You sent me this folder of music. A year ago. Uh, Well, some of these are fucking dated 2017. Yeah. Because one of them is called Blade Mix 8, and that's 2017. Anyway, but uh, this track's cool. This one's, sorry, should I (laughs) edit that out? Oh, no, no, you can keep it. Okay. So anyway. People will figure it out eventually. Is it based on Blade? No, that's the joke. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look. uh, We're going to listen to this track now. This is Follower, and in brackets, Demo, because this is a demo, uh, by Glitbiter. Yay.
And that was Glitbiter with the track Follower. And that's a demo that I believe exists on a tape somewhere. Is that correct? Yeah, it exists on the Outrun the Sun cassette tape. That I think there were only 100 copies made, or like 50 copies made or something. And that came out like literally a year ago. So some people have heard that, right? That's the bottom line? Yeah. Well, if you've seen me live, you've heard it because I do play that song live. Ooh. And I also play that song Blade live. Yeah, Andy, if you actually came out to something <laughs> yeah, once yeah, in a yeah, while, yeah. you might Oh, yeah, hear Marco, it. you've heard that. You've heard exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm from Australia and I bloody heard it. Jesus, Andy. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to come back from that. I don't know how it's an insult. Hey, Fl- hey Florence, you're gonna you're gonna be in Toronto, aren't you? For uh, I heard that you're coming, right? Ooh, surprise! Yes, I will be there. You guys better get a slice of pizza in synthwave tradition. I think we can do that. I'll try some Toronto pizza. I want I want to <laughs> pretend to have some like pizza pride here because you know everyone always has all this pride for the food in their own city, and I want to just be like, yeah, I'm in Toronto. Who fucking makes the best pizza? Water well, and blah, blah, blah. Well, Andy, just take us to your favorite pizza place. And he doesn't have a favorite pizza place because he doesn't go out. I don't get good pizza. Like, I literally, I order pizza from Pizza Pizza because it's cheap and it's near here. So, like, get your goddamn passport. Do you call Little Caesars Pizza Pizza? No, no, we have a place called Pizza Pizza. Oh, okay. That's that's the big Canadian one. That's the one, like, if you watch, like, Scott Pilgrim in the background, there's, like, the orange sign that says Pizza Pizza. I didn't like that movie. Well, that's because you're an idiot. (laughs) Well, Andy, get your goddamn passport so you can go to New Haven, Connecticut. I'm sure Lou Rinaldi will be happy to take you to eat some good pizza. (laughs) If I see Lou Rinaldi, it's going to be the last thing he sees before I throw a bag over his head and fucking beat him with a... uh, What's the thing you beat people with? Staff? Oranges? A passport? (laughs) (laughs) Is there, like, a New Haven reference of stuff you can shove in a bag and beat Lou Rinaldi with? Uh, Yale textbooks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. That's good. <laughs> uh. All right, listen here. I got a, I got a message here from a listener, and, and we're going to listen right now, all right? Okay. Hello, Andy. This is Chris Albert. I'm not one of the more vocal listeners, but I uh, am the one who named the PayPal, so uh, yay. I found Beyond Synth. I'm actually trying to find some synthesizer podcasts. I'm talking about the instruments and production and everything, and uh, they weren't really grabbing me. I came across Beyond Synth because of the word synth. That's SEO in action. Um, And found something I didn't think I knew I needed. A charming Canadian, a lot of goofball antics, a lot of talk about Goldeneye and Mortal yeah, Kombat, right. mm-hmm. and uh, some great conversations with producers and musicians that, you know, some I kind of knew didn't really know what Synthwave was until I found this podcast, and I love the conversations. It's better just to get to, to know the artist and have these fun conversations, and I love being introduced to Marco. No, He's a great guy. Uh, he's hilarious. Maybe my favorite Australian. I don't know yet. Ooh. Mike Mendoza, who is just a delight to Aww. listen to. Always <laughs> puts a smile on my face. <laughs> and a talented Aww, musician. So charming. And Florence. You know, I have had the pleasure of talking with her a couple of times online, uh, either about Star Trek or a little bit of wrestling. But she's a fantastic addition. I love her. I love all of you. Aww. Nice. Keep up the fantastic work. Um, the content is exactly what makes me happy, makes me smile. So, love you guys. Love you, Andy. Well, thanks, Christopher Albert. That's sweet. For the lovely message. Do you guys like receiving compliments? What do we do? Do we applaud him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, applauding. Yeah, where? Actually, that's true. Who do we applaud? Oh, I, I don't know if a. 
clause is applicable in this situation. But I, I really, I appreciate it. Thanks, dude. I think we all do. We all appreciate it. That guy specifically called me out for, like, the one thing that I'm trying to do is just putting smiles on faces. <laughs> so I'm glad that I could, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you it worked out. for him. <laughs> called you out. Yeah, well, you are a delight. A delight. You are a delight. I'm also looking forward to more. Can we listen to delight. more of that? <laughs> <laughs> Give me more compliments. <laughs> but no, there's a lot of people who have been messaging me who say their their favorite episodes are the uh, are the family shows. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's because we're recurring characters, and so people can follow our story and see we're, what we're getting up to the next time around. I think people are falling in love with us like a Brady Bunch type thing. Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, because I think I played one from a guy called David from L.A. earlier, and he also mentioned that the, the family shows are his favorite. I have a question for the fans. Uh, they can just text or tweet or whatever, but uh, do you guys say you're a cool guy in real life? Because I find myself telling other people, you're a cool guy, Just and I'm like, huh. The podcast is like really <laughs> look at, deep in my brain. Look at what Andy's done to you. <laughs> I have literally some days gone on like the thesaurus on the internet to try and find different ways to say things. You know, whenever I, I call a song a track and I just go, let's listen to this track. I do have a sheet where I wrote out different ways to throw to music and I keep forgetting to look at it. You know, like, cause I can say, here's a tune. Here's a fun tune. Hey, let's listen to this song. Let's uh, check out this ditty or whatever. I don't know. Like there's different things you can say. Ditty. And <laughs> it rhymes with titty. It certainly does. A lot of things do. <laughs> Andy, don't change. Just don't change. No, I'd like to change. I want to grow and evolve. I'd like Andy to change a little bit. He could make a couple of changes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> now that you mention it. Marco, is this the time for you and I to share that document we've been working on with Andy? Okay, yeah, we can. All right. All right. Do you think so? Yeah. Andy, you're going to you're gonna what? really like this list. What kind of family is this? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Florence, we're working on yours too, so just uh, wait. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so ease oh. up a little bit there if you want a good document, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what sort of sentence is ease up there if up you want there, a good document? document. These documents don't write themselves, you know. <laughs> now it's time for the show where we explain the context of what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Because I don't know. I've just had to edit the document, sorry. <laughs> What document? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You, is it a word yeah, document? Here, hold on. Let's what do a new song, about? and then we'll get to the document after the song. Okay, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, let's, uh, let's listen to this track. This is a cool one from Time Driver. And uh, this track is called Into the Unknown. I haven't actually thanked the Patreons uh, in a little bit. So let me just thank, while you're all here, I want to thank William Stewart with the 6969 and uh, Mike Shima with the 82. You guys are fantastic. All right, now let's uh, listen to this uh, track. This is Time Driver Into the Unknown.
And that was Into the Unknown by Time Driver. And that was a cool track that was brought to you by the king of the Pattersons, Mr. Chris Dance. And I am back here with the Beyond Synth family. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm back here with the Beyond Synth family. There's Mike Mendoza. Hip, hip, hooray. Marco Merrick. Howdy ho, strangers. And Florence Bullock. Hi, and I just saw there's a spider on my wall, and it's kind of bothering me. Nice. Are you afraid of spiders? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, sort of. So you seem like the kind of lady who'd like spiders. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I don't like them. I mean, I appreciate what they do because I know they kill other bugs and they're like, they're okay, but they just kind of creep me out. Shelob. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't really mind Shelob that much. I just don't like spiders that are like, in my vicinity, in my, like, radius. I don't like spiders that are in my apartment. Americans are so scared of spiders. It's, it's Well, you're from Australia. They have, like, crazy yeah. motherfucking spiders over there. But there's not that many. Like, there's so many here. I think it's because there's just so many insects and bugs here. Therefore, oh, there's heaps God, of spiders I to eat them. I never want to go to Australia. There's so many here. I mean, there's heaps of snakes, too, out in the country. I was like, I've seen more snakes here in the one year I've lived here than I have in the whole time I've been in Australia. <laughs> but yet, Australia's bad. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. I guess we do have more poisonous animals and insects and shit like that, but there just isn't that many of them around. That's all, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of... There is just a lot of wildlife up here in general. I mean, like... It is. Where I yeah. come from, there are cougars, although I've never seen one. <laughs> Fucking cougars. But there is, there is <laughs> cougars uh, near where I live. You never see... I mean, there's probably like six. You know what I mean? Like in a giant forest area. And so people say like there's cougars, but like, you know, you never really run into a cougar. <laughs> I've run into a couple in my time. Cougars. I saw a bobcat the other night. How's that? This fucking place is crazy. Well, I saw <laughs> a fucking wow. dragon. I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bobcats, man. Foxes. Uh, we have fishers, which are like these what? really vicious. That's a fisher. I don't know what what family the Fisher is in. They're like uh, whatever family fucking skunks and giant rats are in. Oh, skunks are favorite. Are they part oh, of God. the? Are they part of the police force? Yeah, man. Fishers are vicious. They, <laughs> that was a reference to the last family show. No, fishers are like <laughs> they kill people's cats. So they're like they're a kind oh. of they're a kind of mammal that's sort of like they're bigger than cats. Wait, and they fucking kill people's cats. Oh, they're like little bears. Yeah, they're fucked they're up. They're really cute. Yeah, but not when they're killing your cats. Oh, I don't have well, I don't have a cat, so. <laughs> well, not anymore. Once the fucking Fisher gets in there, he's all like, murder. And they're not very nice. It looks like a Wolverine. It does. Oh, look. Oh, they're cute. Oh, I like them. Well, why don't you get one, Florence? And then they you see how like- cute they really are. They look like little bears. Their face looks like a bear, but then they're shaped like a ferret. Yeah, that's a good description. Yeah. Oh, I like them a lot. They're so cute. Why don't you marry it then, huh? <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to marry if I can for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have jobs. Just going to be lying around the apartment all day. It is sometimes misleadingly referred to as a fisher cat, although it is not a cat. But it certainly likes to kill them. The you okay so look <laughs> the you <laughs> the <laughs> 
this show has been sort of focused on the scene and how it's sort of changed over time and how I'm sort of changing my own viewpoint. Uh, like when we started, Synthwave was sort of like a specific thing. Mm-hmm. It feels that way. And then as more people joined and there was still this sort of idea that it was nostalgia based, but it describes so many different genres of music now that I just can't, I can no longer talk about Synthwave like it's a genre. Yeah. I agree. And I've said this in many threads and people bitching and moaning and, and said like synthwave for me is probably the most the least boring and most diverse kind of music even though it's set in nostalgia I mean like you said there's so many in the early days it was mostly just outrun you know and, and stuff like that but then the dark stuff started coming in and then you, and you got all sorts of shit I mean there really is so much variety through it and if, if you don't think so I, I really don't think you're looking I think you're just listening to like I don't know maybe a few mainstream um, artists and then going like oh that all sounds the same ah, bullshit I mean, you've got ambient stuff, you've got dark shit, you've got Outrun, you've got dance floor sort of stuff, you know, you've got soundtrack type music, there's, there's all sorts, you know. I like the idea that it, it's a way to describe the scene because I like I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people and I say the word synthwave and I'm like, oh yeah, like what, something in the synthwave scene and they're like, oh, like, you know, I don't really consider that synthwave and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to consider this fucking music synthwave I'm just saying it's the scene it's like a blanket term for like Mm. just it encompasses so much and it's like dude I'm not trying to offend you here like my music like that's not outrun it's not straight up synthwave like if you you can call it synthwave you want whatever you fucking want I mean it's cool if people include it in this scene because it's an awesome scene and that's what that's what I like about it so it's I think like now the term synthwave it describes the scene instead of the actual genre so andy you you like hit the nail on the head there that was that was good (laughs) well thank you uh look uh we should probably start to wind this down so how about we listen to another track and then we will uh we'll bring this to a close all right so here is a cool track from ace marino and this is the flamingo returns
And that was The Flamingo Returns by Ace Marino. And that's a cool track. I think he's with uh, Fixed Neon now. So that's cool. He makes cool music. And uh, and I'm back here. We're winding down with the Beyond Synth family. We've been talking about Synthwave and how it's changed in the scene and, and all that stuff. And so um, if I can uh, sort of condense my thoughts here, I think that... Someone just fell. What was that? <laughs> that was me. I dropped a. I dropped a pen. Some big pen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a ten foot pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, my point is that even though synthwave was a genre at one point, I just don't think that word is used that way anymore. Right? And I know there's people who argue about it. And like when I was talking to Sunglasses Kid about it, he's like, "No, like you know, synthwave is this thing. It was. It's that thing where you know there's like this arpeggiated bass line that's usually like a poly six, and then it." There's these certain chords and certain instruments that are used, uh, which is true. He's a purist. Well, no, but but even him, like, he doesn't even make that type of music. He's just like, that's what Mm. it was. And it's true. That's what it was. But now you just have to, sometimes you have to go with, you know, how things change. And I've never been a pedantic guy. There's so much great music going on. And I love all sorts of things. Like, I love listening to fucking fun synth pop. Like, and that's completely different than listening to, like, the ambient stuff. But to me, it still hits that part of my brain where I'm, like, in this nostalgic place. What about you, Mike? You're looking. Well, first of all, I'm still reading about this Fisher here. I'm learning a lot about it. <laughs> um, everything you're saying, I agree with. I just, I want people to be less, like you're saying, pedantic and less strict for some reason. Like, I'll go on Reddit, the Outrun subreddit. It kind of annoys the piss out of me because you'll see guys get into arguments about like, oh, but Outrun is this, and they'll write a four paragraph thing about what Outrun is. And compared to Vaporwave, which is like this, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just, like, when we were doing what we did in 2013, mm-hmm. we weren't arguing with each other about exactly what is what. Maybe we argued about like what to call it before we like kind of landed on synthwave. Yeah, but synth pop isn't synthwave. Yeah, like but these guys, I'm like, everyone shut the fuck up because it's all about the retro. We're here because there's something specifically retro to each of us that pulled us in. And then once we found it, we can't stop because it's like, you know, it taps into an emotional part of our psyche. You know, it's like from back in the day. Oh, it reminds me of like watching cartoons and all sorts of references. And I feel like guys get too caught up on the technical part of it, which is why we have a lot of copycat music that comes out because everyone's trying to make what quote-unquote synthwave is according to what people think it is but like i like to listen to music that it sounds retro without a guy having heard any of like synthwave they're like oh i just kind of make 80s music and there's lots of guys out there who are like just focused on none of the bullshit and just trying to make cool shit and i think that's what what i found appealing about you uh in your music mike was because synthwave has always had this thing about kind of being cool and i liked that you were fun Because I think a lot of people were sort of like, I don't know if they're afraid to do that, or maybe that's not, I'm not going to say, like, maybe that's just not what they want to do. But I like that you embrace, like, the fun side. So, like, in the early days, when I was listening to, like, you and Kid Casio, you know, like, people who, like, you know, just make fun, kind of cheesy pop music. Yeah. uh, Because a lot of the other stuff that was going on was a lot of, like, you know, cool, you know, and if they are going to sing lyrics, it's going to be about, like, neon rain and stuff like this. And, (laughs) and, you know, like, I'm listening to, like, Kid Casio with just, like, telephone line. And like doing stuff like this, and then uh, with your tracks like out running and khaki and stuff with like with obviously mm. humorous lyrics. If you're running inside, you're not really running outside. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is like my favorite thing. I love when I listen to it because wh- I think the thing I've always like I always really loved about Outrun specifically or Outrunning is that 
at face value, if you don't pay attention, the joke is subtler than that. Like, it's not like you're doing, like, Weird Al song. It's just, oh, it's only, like, when you start to listen to it, you're like, oh, this song's ridiculous. But it's not, like, it doesn't hit you in the face right off the bat with, like, mm. you're listening to a silly song because it plays out like a legitimate track. And it is a legitimate track. I think the way I, like, kind of approach it and still think about it is, like, I want to be super famous and be on the Today Show and, like, fucking <laughs> Hoda is interviewing me and, like, and there's millions and millions of people looking at me and I'm talking about, like, no, you know, when you're not outside, you're running inside, you're, not, you're running outside. And blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, I'm talking a bunch of bullshit, but they're, like, kind of buying it because I'm kind of selling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to, like, it's like playing a joke on whoever takes it a little seriously. Like, it's, like come on. Chill, chill the fuck out. You know what? People just in general take shit way too seriously. So how are we going to solve this? I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing what I do and add some fun, man. Put some THC in the water supply. I know what I mean. Maybe everyone <laughs> just needs a little chill out. That's a good genre, man. Chill out. Yeah, exactly. We all need some fucking... <laughs> water uh, supply THC. <laughs> or uh, CHB oil. What is it? C- what's the oil? CBD. CBD. CHB. CBD. <laughs> <laughs> CBD. Anyways, do you guys want to like have any like last words? Before you kill us? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, I'll go. I'll go real quick. All right, so I do modern night stuff. I'm still making music. I've got new music coming out. Got a whole batch of new Beyond Synth jingles coming out for this year. And then just check out everything Retro Promenade because I'm doing a hell of a lot of shit. I'm starting a TV channel. I'm working on that. I've worked on that this weekend. I know you said it's a lot of work, but I'm thinking uh, maybe I'll get a whole staff of suckers who want to volunteer their time to help me out. <laughs> suckers. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm also doing a uh, synthwave like tournament, like uh, like bracket style tournament that I want lots of people to compete in. I want to do a competition in our world that doesn't feel like every other competition where it's like, oh, we're just fucking five panelists, and they're gonna judge, blah blah blah. It's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be uh, very interactive with the fans. <laughs> Three panelists. Three. <laughs> <laughs> One guy. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, Andy, Marco, Florence, I want you involved in that. Would you uh, would you be my uh panelist synthwave family yeah i want to be the i want to be one of the four panelists in this thing where there isn't five panelists yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah modern night retro promenade uh i'm a cool guy <laughs> <laughs> all right florence well eventually i'm gonna do music stuff it'll happen but hey, you got to listen to a new song today, so that's cool. Mm. And you're performing, like you do perform, so that's cool. I am. I am definitely doing that. And I got some collaborations coming up, which I can't talk about still. Mm. But That's my favorite sentence on this show. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure you never hear that ever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't you talk don't. about it. Like, all right. don't. The best part is, whenever I record the show, it's always like three months before it airs, and so there's always this stuff where like, oh, I can't talk about that now, and then like two weeks later, they release a fucking album, and then like, then the interview <laughs> comes out like two months later. Right, right. Anyway. I don't know, maybe I can talk about these things, but I haven't like, talked to the people to see if it's okay to say stuff, so I'm just not gonna say it. But I have some collaborations coming up. The end. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> I, I feel teased. That's, that's the point. That's what I'm trying to do. I like being teased. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> Sorry. All right, Marco, what do you got? <laughs> That's his segue. I really don't have much. I don't know. I hate these things where you got something to say. And I don't know. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, well done, Andy. Congratulations, mate. You know, keep up the good work. 
All right, man. Well, thanks. And you guys have a lovely day. And uh, we'll be catching up with the Beyonce family uh, in the future because that's what we do. And uh, thanks for joining me today, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and that was my chat with the Beyond Synth family, and that is all for this week's show. Uh, I hope you guys had a good time. That was a bit of a silly one. And uh, I think I'm just going to have to figure out the internet situation here. I might have to order some higher speed internet. I don't even think there is higher speed internet where I am. Because it bugs me. Because I made that video and I wanted to release it on Monday and the video was fucked up. So some of the patrons still saw it. If you're a Patreon supporter, I think that link still works. Uh, If you want to see the video of Marco and I finally facing off in Mortal Kombat 2. But uh, for everybody else, um, I will just fucking... I guess order better internet and re-upload the video, if it's possible. So we'll see. It turns out that uh, 0.4 megabytes per second isn't great for uploading. So uh, I've learned a valuable lesson today. Uh, But the point is, I hope you guys have a lovely week. Tune in this uh, Friday for the Beyond Synth High Five. And I hope you all have a cool time. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Oh, and I forgot to answer uh, OmegaGon's question there about uh, Cyberpunk, I just realized. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm interested in that game. I think that's going to be my next big purchase. I can only devote so much time to big RPG-type games. They're not the kind of game that I buy, like, ten of a year. I usually buy one every, like, few years. Usually it's, you know, it's the Elder Scrolls series or one of those sorts of things. But yeah, Cyberpunk looks really cool, and I will definitely get it. I think I'm also getting back into Grand Theft Auto Online. I haven't played in, like, a year and a half, and you can earn money and buy a club. So... That's what I'm going to do. So maybe I'll start uh, putting out uh, Twitter blasts or whatever when I'm about to jump online. And you can uh, join me and see how terrible I am at uh, Grand Theft Auto. And now I'm going to go. So look, have a lovely week. Uh, You people are all the best. uh, And we'll talk to you next time on Beyond Synth. Am I going to do it again? I'm not doing it again. Martin Larby! If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.